What was done cannot be undone. But we can end the silence. We can stop turning our heads away. We can look at you in the eye and finally say on behalf of the American people, what the United States government did was shameful. And I am sorry. This is the Coleman Associate Innovation Podcast. Innovation? Yeah, innovation. New, original, and creative. This podcast is designed to challenge the way you think about how healthcare is delivered. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign. If you haven't already done so, please take your seat and fasten your seatbelt. Welcome to the Coleman Associates Innovation Podcast, the podcast that brings innovations and best practices in healthcare to your podcasting app. I'm Adrian, your host, and today I'm excited to introduce our new intermittent series, Closing the Gap. Like the rest of the nation, healthcare is grappling with racial justice issues and anti-bigotry. For example, when a few chispas attended TED Med in the time before COVID, we heard from speakers about the many forms that bigotry takes in healthcare. Cheryl Holder explained how climate change is disproportionately impacting the health of communities of color. Homer Venters explained the dangers of getting health care while incarcerated. And Wanda Irving shared the heartbreaking story of losing her daughter in childbirth because her concerns weren't taken seriously as a Black woman. Closing the gap will focus on innovations in addressing all forms of bigotry and how they relate to health care. Coleman Associates certainly doesn't have all the answers to fixing bigotry in health care, but our goal is to bring you as many voices as possible who are doing work in this area. In the spirit of Simon Sinek, I want to start with the why. Why is anti-bigotry in healthcare so important? I enlisted some help from the Chispas to help me explain. Let's listen to their thoughts. Addressing racism and bigotry is important for healthcare because Healthcare is a basic fundamental right of every human. Addressing racism and bigotry in healthcare is absolutely critical to getting to a place where healthcare works well in a diverse population like the United States. Anybody who doesn't think race plays a role, frankly, just hasn't seen enough and doesn't know what they're talking about. So, addressing racism and bigotry is important for healthcare because everyone should have the right to health care regardless of their cultural backgrounds or the color of their skin. Addressing racism and bigotry is important for health care because racism and specifically systems of racism mean the difference for many between life and death. Systems of racism mean some women die in childbirth and others don't. It means some people get diagnosed with cancer and get treatment and others don't. It means some children get immunized and others don't. It literally creates disparities across populations in our country. Sometimes it's defined by race or ethnicity or immigrant status or gender or transgender. And if we don't address the systems that keep all these communities from getting what they deserve in terms of good quality, timely health care, it just means that populations in our country will suffer and suffer unjustly. So I was a patient um, here in Longmont where I lived. It was a community health center and that was where I was a patient. My parents were patients. My grandparents, like my whole family went there. I remember not liking going to the doctor and I honestly still don't because I remember that I was there for hours and 
I didn't get like when I was there, like I was either in the waiting room for a long period of the time or when I was in the in the actual waiting room of the patient. Um, I was also there for a while and I didn't know what was going on. And then the doctor would come in for like what felt like five minutes and then would leave. And it was very, I didn't know what was going on. And like, I remember that with that said, like, I remember that my parents and like my family would be like, you know, don't, if you don't feel bad, if you don't, if anything isn't wrong with you, like, don't go to the doctor, like go to the doctor. If it's like the worst case scenario, because like my parents didn't have the time to spend their two, three hours because they had a job. For example, like my, my parents, that community health center was the only option because at that time they were undocumented. So they didn't have health insurance. So that was the only place that would help them because it was this clinic was for the people that worked in the fields. And it was that that was really the only option that was what was given to them. Like, that's all I knew. So I thought that was the normal, you know, like, it wasn't just my family that experienced that it was like the other people, like my, like my mom's friends, other people that were within our community that experienced that. So I thought it was normal. I guess now that I'm older, like it hits different. It's like a different mentality. It's and now I see that it's not okay. And, and now I wish I like, I could tell people like, you don't have to experience this. We should all experience the same rights, the same everything. Like that it sucks that we're still having these same conversations, that we're still experiencing this inequality, that we're still experiencing racism. Thanks to the Cheese Buzz for helping me introduce this new series, Closing the Gap. Make sure you're subscribed to get episode notifications as we release them. If you want to share your why for why anti-bigotry in healthcare is so important, or if you or someone you know should be interviewed for this series, please shoot us an email at notify at colemanassociates.com or reach out to us on social media. To keep up with all the Chispa happenings, follow us on LinkedIn. Shout out to Jonathan at Bionic Squid for all of his podcasting help, and we'll see you next time.